Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Jellocoon and Zach. He's a I'm Jellicoon. He's Zach. He's not talking, apparently. <laughs> I was reading something. I apologize. Uh, I'm here once again. You don't have to record alone. All right. Wait. I rarely record alone. You're right. You just wouldn't do it. I can't blame you. I used to. I'd like to point out how we're on time again. Three By again, I mean like the, the second time <laughs> recently. Yes. So, how are things? I think things are great. I actually finished a lot of shows since we last recorded, which makes it sound really impressive, right? Like I watched 26 episodes at a time, but really I just had like five shows on my backlog and I subscribed to Netflix and there was a few on there and I'm like, well, instead of watching something new, I better just finish all these things on my watching list that I'm not actually watching. Nice. I finished five shows of this season. Oh, damn, I think you beat me. I know. I was like... Well, I might have finished five, too, but some weren't from this season. So, I kind of want to go over Nisekoi, but it's not going to be, like, an official review, because, like you said, hey, season one we reviewed. We also talked a lot about it last week. (laughs) Well, okay, I guess what I was going to say then, I want to discuss... Have you watched the ending? Yeah, I guess we can't discuss that, because I actually haven't finished that yet. Okay, well, fair enough. I'm on ten. Well, okay, I guess the question I only have then is... Did you notice they started breaking up the shows into, like, mini half 15-minute arcs of yeah, stuff? Yeah, I did. I noticed that after the Magical Girl episode. Because it was, like, half, and then they were back in school. Yeah, I was wondering, if, like, I just wanted your opinion on that, like... Did they continue that trend? I think did. that was the only one that I saw no, that was they half. did it for, like, four more episodes. Hmm. Uh, hmm. I don't know. So, the, they start the season with, like... Focusing on Chitoge, and then they switch characters right to Marika. Or, and I like that format where each episode was like, this is the girl you're going to know more slash enjoy. Yep. And like Haru got her own episode. But then I think the 15-minute segments might be too short. The Magical Girl thing was clever, but it was like an abrupt change back to normal. Almost like you're supposed to imagine that didn't happen, which yeah. I mean, it didn't, I guess. Correct. It's just very confusing. I prefer my 30-minute segments. I thought the pacing where each person got an episode was great. I love Marika and Haru's episode. And, I mean, obviously Haru's, like, still in it, despite it not being her episode. But I haven't seen the end of the season, but I imagine it's kind of jarring to have it switch halfway through. 
Yeah. It's not like traditional cartoons here, but I mean, you expect everything's like a standalone plot, 15-minute segment for each episode. Like, Spongebob does that, for example. But, yeah, yeah. But, like, for this, it, it was, despite it not really progressing in plot, it was still an overarching story, and I don't see why they need that many little segments. I'm wondering if it was, like, things that did in the manga. Because, like, like you were saying, like they did it for something like Spongebob. But Spongebob doesn't have an overarching story. Those are the stories. Right. And it also you doesn't know, have source material. Yeah, well, that too. And, I mean, like, there's some kind of, there's some canon within the show. I mean, there's lineal history. And, I mean, I don't know how often they do callbacks to anything, but if any. Mm-hmm. Like, something like Spongebob. Whereas, like, something like, say, The Simpsons, kind of the same thing, but they have a lot of callbacks and reoccurring characters and things of that nature. Right. I don't know. I don't really see it that much in anime. I feel like, generally, when people describe arcs, they're at least an episode long. Yeah. So. I mean, oh, excuse me. Um, the thing that I was really surprised about is the, the, the focus on the locket became, like, brief in the beginning and then like not even a thing anymore they're just like whatever yeah we'll find out Haru, what happened Haru gave ago. it back to him but he like doesn't care about yeah it. he like wasn't even give like yeah you know it was kind of funny because in the like, first here it season, is he's like ah oh, whatever yeah exactly <laughs> the first season he like you know flipped out lost his shit when it got broken and then this time he's like ah oh, yeah that's great just put it over here now <laughs> back in the closet you go he realizes he doesn't want to find out whose key it is when he can have the harem. There you go. He's yeah. like, one girl isn't worth it if I can have all of all them. All seven. Yep. Seriously, there's like seven girls. Although Marika's key is clearly the key. <laughs> okay. I mean, looking at the design of the key, he is the exact same as that locket. True. I don't know if that's like another thing to throw you off the story, because I haven't read any of the manga, but... I feel like when they first introduced it in the anime, I'm like, that's definitely it. Yes, I mean, exactly. the other ones look like generic keys, and that one's like spiky, like the locket. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. What else? So, what'd you finish? I kind of cut you off there. Well, that's fine. We were talking about airing. Um, I finally finished The Devil is a Part Timer. Oh, John's, fine, then we can review John, it. <laughs> John was pressuring me to finish it, and I'm like, the show just isn't that funny. It isn't funny, but it's... I watch that show in two sittings. I just, I don't see the appeal. Like, I don't like any of the characters. Not even Big Boo Ditch McGee? <laughs> no, she's my least favorite. Not even her at the pool? I mean, the hero is okay. <laughs> but... I just think it's kind of stupid. I don't know. I, don't know. Uh, I finished it, and I still think it's stupid. I gave it a 6 out of 10, which is better than average. But well, we'll have to we have to discuss this further at a, at a Yeah, we, we need John on here because he we loves do. that show. And I enjoyed it. I mean, yeah, it wasn't great, but it wasn't like I've seen worse, but each their own. All right. <laughs> I don't see any redeeming features about it. Yeah, that's true, and really they can't do any other episodes. Like, the nice thing is, it's one and done. No, so many people want a season two. I don't know how, though. They go up into their own burger shack. Yeah. They're no longer Wick Donald's. It's just like everyone he beat like became assimilated into like helping them, and it made no sense. It was, it was dumb. Yeah. Like, 
it was trying to be things it shouldn't. The comedy, I was on board with the restaurant management. Like, the first half of the show was entertaining. The second half was like, look at this action show we have where the main character wins all the fights. Like, I didn't... That's not why I started watching that show. It was stupid. Gotcha. Well, I finished JoJo, which, if you couldn't tell by the opening song, we will be reviewing. Yep. Most manly show. I have a great story to share, but it'll be more fitting before we start the review. So, skip ahead if you don't want to hear all the other things I've watched. Um, I'm nearly done with the dungeon show. That's the only word I remember from it, since it has, like, Is it a wrong long... to pick up girls in a dungeon? Yeah, they'll... Wrong... Is it wrong to name all of your titles, like, in question marks? Because I yes. feel like that's a trend nowadays with anime. Yeah, like... ever since, can my little sister be this cute? Mm-hmm. Now that's everything's, like, a long-winded question for a title. Is this a zombie? Is the order a rabbit? <laughs> Are my mental choices ruining my romantic life? There you go. Well, that show was hilarious. I wish there was a second season of that. Me too. That's what really needs a second season. That show stuck true to its guns of being a comedy. Yes. I feel like The Devil is a Part-Timer was similar to the comedy of that show, and then they're like, we're also an action show, like halfway <laughs> through. <laughs> Luckily, that didn't happen in that one. Although they did have like their little beach war. Um, okay. Beat Wars. I didn't actually finish that one. I have one more because it just came out today. Oh, man. I finished Fate Stay Night. Amazing epilogue. So they beat all the bad guys and then they have an epilogue video. And that was great because I never played the visual novel, but I feel like they did a good job explaining to me all the things that happened. And I can't wait for uh, the Heaven's Feel route to be done next. So they're they're doing more? Yep. Oh, wow. Because, like, you have the normal one. You have Unlimited Blade Works, which is what they just did. And then they have Heaven's Feel, which focuses more on Sakura's character. So I'm excited. I want a Tosaka thing. Tosaka kind of is Unlimited Blade Works. Fine. Like, the normal one doesn't have her as much. This one has her the most. And Heaven's Feel, like, doesn't have her at all. It has Ilya and Sakura. Gotcha. So you already got your Rin, but you didn't finish watching, so you missed out. The epilogue is them together, so... Aww. Aww, so cute. Three years in the future. Aww. Um, what else did I finish? I know... Oh, I watched the last episode of Euro Yuri. <laughs> I noticed I was one behind. I'm like, oh, I can just finish this. <laughs> it was funny, like the rest of the show. I gave it a seven. Well, we're going to have to review it. I'm pretty sure there's a second season, but I've not seen it. Unless the second season's coming out. Uh, I think it's coming out, and it has two exclamation points. I think it's like, Yuri Yuri with two music notes. Uh, Or I think it's already aired. No, yeah, it already aired. There's a third season coming out Ah. in October. Dang. So much Yuri Yuri. So much. So cute. So funny. So Yuri. Um... I finished another show John prompted, The Stupid Irregular at Magic High School. If you want to watch an action show where the main character is just like an unexplained, bullshit, overpowered guy, this is the show for you. At one point, he disintegrates a whole, like, building. What? Well, because they have magic, and, like, everyone does different stuff, like fire or wind, like, basic magic shit. And then this guy's like, well, I... At one point, he catches all these bullets from a gun and disintegrates them. And then another part, he makes a building and, like, a truck disappear. Like, you can just kill things like that. 
it's the ultimate bullshit show. Gotcha. Um, I don't, still don't know why John likes it. I gave it a five. Like, this is one of the worst shows I've actually finished. But it has good reviews. Like, it has a 7.8 overall. I don't understand. Is it like people needed some overpowered action character to fill the void of Kirito from Sword Art? And, like, his little sister's obsessed with him? Maybe if you're a Siscon, you'll like this. I don't know. What the fuck? <laughs> I just... Some of the characters were likable, but the two main ones in the plot and the action was not. So, cool setting, everything else, bleh. And if you go back, like, 10 or 15 episodes on the podcast, probably two years when I was watching this originally, and I'm pretty sure I said negative things then. Yep, you probably because did. I was on my big train of, like, trying to watch a good magic show, and I was endlessly disappointed, I remember. This and Magic Wars, the Maho Senso or whatever, are the worst magic shows. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, so I finished a lot of disappointing shows, I've realized, after talking about that. But JoJo and Fate Stay Night were the best. Fair enough. Yep, I finished Plastic Memories, which I'm reviewing today. Nisa Koi Season 2. Uh, the Comical Psychopath whatever show. Oh, uh, did that finish airing? Yes. I'm only on like 10, but they're so short I could watch them all. Oh, exactly. And then uh, I don't understand what my husband is saying. Mm, also a short. Yep. Brain. And then I'm on the verge of finishing Assassination Classroom. Uh, I don't know where Funimation left off with their... <laughs> find out. I think it's on like 19 or 20 out of 22. Last episode I saw was 16. I feel like they're a little behind. Or is that because they're dubbing them? It's because they're dubbing. Yeah, you're you're 100% right. Because I'm like, that should have finished this week in Japan. Yeah, it did. <clears throat> I think it finished last week. Mm. Or this week. Either way. Yeah, they say night finished this week. Because I had 25. Ah. I guess if you had 24 you'd be done early. Hurry up and search, damn it. Are we going to talk about everything we're watching? Yes, everything and anything. Well, no. <laughs> that no. was really vague. I meant coming out because it'll be out next week, or are we going to wait until we actually watch things? No, I mean, well, uh, oh shit, you're right. Because, like, all this stuff comes out next week. Oh, fuck, yeah, then I guess we have to, don't we? Yeah. Alright, so we'll also be talking, uh, new airing anime. Yeah, they're up to 18 right now, so a few more to go. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that's all I've really been watching. I'm trying to get into something new, but... JoJo. Fun time. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to win you over at this review. No, yeah, well, there you go. I just, I, I've been meaning to get back to it. This show is so great. Yep. There you go. All right. Well, that was 14 minutes of fun. And, uh, yeah. What what now? What the hell do we do now? I think we should make a list of all the summer shows that look good. I think you're right. Let's do that now. Alright, we've made lists. And, uh... They're not that long, so we're not going to bore the shit out of you. So, next season starts next week. So, by the time you hear the next episode, we should be at least one or two episodes into a couple shows. Hopefully. Yes, it depends. They have a wide range. Yeah. And they all start a little differently. Mm-hmm. So there's quite a few shows 
that are continuing from this season. Um, I'm going to be watching uh, the... I can't even fucking say it. It's the one where the English guy takes his family to Japan for 90 days to go find the food things. It's an awesome little show. It's all in English. I really like it. It's dubbed by British people. Ikoku Ike Nihon no Taburu. There you go. And you learn about Japanese food. Uh, on the table. On the table. That's what Taburu is. There you go. <laughs> on the table. Uh, and then I'm going to be watching more Yuki-chan. Even though I've only watched up episode four. <laughs> Don't do it. I gotta finish a man. Haro he demands. Well, Harley's good, but this isn't Harley. This is some perverse way to steal your money. It is. It just is. What are you going to be watching for next season? Anything continuing for you? Uh, There's stuff that's sequels, but no continuing. Well, I mean, like, sequel. I meant for anything from this season carrying over. Uh, Only if John can convince me to watch Food Wars. Everyone seems to be into that. Gotcha. So. So what are you watching next season? Next season, starting from the top, I want to watch Charlotte. I was promised... Something is 5PA works, and I was promised something similar to Angel Beats. One of my favorites. Um, The new Prisma Ilya show, which is the third season. I've definitely reviewed the previous two on here. Uh, Gangsta. That's a newer one. Uh, Gotchaman Crowd's Insight, the sequel to Gotchaman. God Eater, another new one that's based on a game and it's ufotable, so it's gonna it's gonna be amazing like action porn if you're into that. Uh, what else? Scrolling down, and I think the final new one I want to check out is uh, by JC Staff, the in a world where like perverted jokes don't exist, just because it seems very similar to that. Sekotai Yakov the, the other inappropriate joke show. You know what I mean with the Suzaha, the short girl? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The plot seems similar to that. Well, I don't know if it has a plot, but it sounds funny. So, I'll watch that. And I think that's everything. Alright. Yep. Um. So... I will be watching the new Dragon Ball Z Chu. Apparently, it's set a couple years after the Majin Buu, which personally I haven't seen. Um, back when Dragon Ball Z Kai was airing, that was like the big complaint when it finished airing was they're like, "Hey, you didn't do the Majin Buu thing," and there was rumors of them wanting to do it or that they were gonna do it, and even read something somewhere where they were like recording for it already, but. No one's obviously said anything, so maybe mm. they're just going on past it. I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's been a couple years since Dragon Ball Z Kai. Mm-hmm. But they're calling this, let's see. Okay, hold on. This stupid website like fucks everything up when you zoom in. The first new Dragon Ball TV series story since Dragon Ball GT, which is like a long-ass time ago. Yeah, it is. Stories set a few years after the defeat of Majin Buu when Earth becomes peaceful again. So maybe this is going to be a Dragon Ball slice of life. Instead of battling, they're like, I need to go grocery shopping today. Yeah, there's already like elements of that in the Dragon Ball Z, though. There's plenty of times where they like, go to the store and then fight someone after. <laughs> I was just buying this uh, this, this Picari sweat. They probably cut out a lot of that uh, for the Kai edition. So I want to know if there's going to be more yelling. Because I'll be honest... 
I liked Kai because I didn't have to watch yelling for 45 minutes. Oh, this is going to be more yelling than this. You're going to have to wait until you get Dragon Ball Cho Kai. Exactly. Oh, man. So, we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know. I'm nervous about starting a Dragon Ball Z because it's like, it's traditionally like a trillion episodes. Uh-huh. So, I'll also be watching Gangsta. How you say it? Gangsta. Emphasis on the A. Mm -hmm. From our good buddy Manglobe. Uh, I like Manglobe. Although they wrecked fucking... Damn you, Manglobe. You wrecked uh, Hayate for me. (laughs) In the city of... uh, I can't even fucking pronounce it. Ergustalum. Orgasm? Yeah. There you go. A shady village... Filled with ma- uh, made men, sweet, and pretty thieves. Oh, pet, sorry, not pretty, petty. Pretty thieves, whores, whores, <laughs> on the make and cops on the take. Oh man. Oh yeah, that uh, so good. There's some deeds. Such such rhyme. Exactly. Some deeds that are just too dirty for even jaded. For jaded inhabitants to touch. Enter the handyman, Nick, and I see. Fuck that K, son. <laughs> and Warwick. Because, yeah, gangster. Yo, this is Warwick. He's going to put you in the sea, don't you know? <laughs> uh, so they see. They take the job, so no one else will. And until the day when a cop they know on the forest requests their help taking down a new gang. So, okay. So, cool. It's a mafia family. Why wouldn't it be? So uh, The poster thing won me over. Yeah. Reminds me of German Gand, and that show was good. Yeah, like, I, I don't know if it's a shonen, I don't know if this is... It just looks gritty and action. Well, there you go. It says action, drama, and sanin. So, it airs in two days. Oh, shit. Hmm. I wonder who has it. There you go. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if Crunchyroll Crunchyroll even said anything. I don't think they've even announced any of them yet. For the Um, next season. Yeah, I wonder here. Crunchyroll airing anime summer 2015. Let's see. Here, there we go. Uh, and then finally, I'm going to be doing prison, watching prison school. But no, I'm very, no. I'm very leery on that, to be honest. Looks like a John show. I'm not going to do uh, it. Yeah. Essentially, uh, calm down, Kickstarter. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Since I, I did the Shenmue Kickstarter, and like they email you like almost twice a day, every day, like new shit. Wow. Ah, it's like, God damn it. We need to pull all my money. Um. It's like, yeah, here we go. So a prestigious girls' school is now allowing boys. Oh, man. And, like, the front cover has, like, mega tits, and all the boys are, like, furniture. They're tables. Yeah, it, it looks terrible. It does look like. terrible. I think I'll watch the first or second episode and just be like, done. That definitely is a John show. No offense, John. Um, continuing, I'm gonna, I'm sorry, the only short, 
can't believe I'm watching this. Bikini Warriors. <laughs> We're, Say it with more passion. Bikini Warriors. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, Bikini Warriors. Oh, yeah. By Feel Studios. Feel st- Is that the one that has, like, the two-man... I don't even know who they are. Let's see. Man. New song. Oh, here we go. Bill so, Studios is done okay, quite a bit. Here's, here's what Crunchyroll has announced so far. They've got... So far they got three, six... They got 12 shows simulcasting. And they've also got... Oh, yeah, EU. And a new uh, catalog as well. That's kind of cool. Hmm. So they've got Charlotte... Classroom Crisis. Oh, good, Charlotte. Wagneria, which is working three. Blah. And Dura-da-da-da-da, X210. <laughs> is that how you say it? How do you say it? I have no idea. I mean, there's... There was sounded like too many T's and D's. I would have just said well, Dura-ra-ra. Dura-ra-ra, whatever. But either way, it sounds retarded. I like how you say it. da <laughs> So... Yes, there is like eight more titles yet to be announced by Crunchyroll, and two more titles for their back catalog. Which have you been noticing? Their back catalog has like a bunch of good shit. They added a bunch of movies, a bunch of uh, like uh, five the 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 what the fuck <laughs> the five meters five centimeters per second. Like oh, some really? of the shit we some of the shit we reviewed on Crunchyroll. Yeah, when. Uh, like a month ago, three weeks ago, I don't know. How do you Not, view like backlogs? I guess just you just go to all. Yeah. Well, I mean, I went to update it and it showed up there. I'll go there. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I was like, damn. Um, Feel Studios is on Kiss X Six or Kiss X Kiss Six. And Yasaga no Sora. <laughs> oh God. Okay, <laughs> there is a huge trend here. All things you're getting yourself. Actually, they did the Snafu love comedy show, which the second season I'm not done with yet. Okay. I like that show. You notice one thing: the only show that does not do about incest, Yusoku <laughs> no Sora, is like harem with incest. Kiss Exis. Okay, it's not oh, fucking Japan. Fucking Japan. It's technically not incest because we're not related by blood. The fucking kid's stepfather is like, hey, you go bang your stepsisters right now. Or I'm going to fucking disown you. Oh, they're making that Pillow Boys show. Yeah, so you need to read the synopsis for that because, you know what, you need to watch this for All science. Right. <laughs> All right. The anime promises a new and novel sleeping side-by-side experience entirely in the first-person perspective. That's interesting, I guess. Entirely in the first person. Well, yeah, I'll watch it just for the you cinematography. You want to know why? The camera doesn't have to fucking move. Yeah, that does make it easier. Not to mention, everything in anime is generally like first person. Yeah, like you're you're just some like spectator floating in space generally. Yeah, and that I do, and I I mean a lot of things in my in my life, you know, just freeze and then I pan around. It yeah, happens right. so much. Well, occasionally I go so fast, like other people look like they're stopped, they're and I run around them like <laughs> Matrix. <laughs> So let's see. To heal tired hearts, it revolved around 12 Makura no Danshai pillow boys, all full of distinctively individual personalities. 
and each catering to viewers who like a certain, quote, type. Yeah. So, <laughs> Twelve different types. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Oh, I'm just There's kidding. only one type of girl I need. Apparently, guys are much easier to please. Well, Bikini <laughs> Warriors is the only type I they, need. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I'm, I'm but for myself. some reason, other people that like boys need uh, 12 types. Yes. Do they have big tits? Done. Although, gay marriage is nationally uh, I know. I didn't want everyone to bring that up, but... It's probably not topical for anime, but... No, it isn't. It made me think of it. There you go. Why, why, why? What? (laughs) How does gay marriage and, like, bikini warriors go in the same sentence? No, when I was talking about this, I was going to say, apparently, girls need 12 types, but then I said, people that are into this need 12 types, because I didn't want to, you know, I didn't, I wanted to be PC. Oh, okay. So, in catching myself from, like, stereotyping, yeah, long story. Gotcha. So, okay, legit question. Do you, are you surprised that they're doing this show catered to women? I mean, like, obviously there's women... Are they, though? Anime. Well, Could it be catered to gay men? Well, I... Because sure. I'm all in. Hello, boys. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you I'm have 12 fun. inches deep in cotton. Hello, boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> my body's ready. God damn it. <sighs> I just don't see how you can say it's catered specifically for girls. Oh man! So I was saying, are you are you surprised or a little taken back that they want to do something like this for guys first and then women? It's not even like it's an order thing. Every single show recently of fan service is for men. That is true. So it's not even like oh they're going to try this cool love thing, but for girls now it's it's literally every show, and I'm kind of annoyed by it. Has to have some element of like romance, well, or just attractive characters. Okay, I'm kind of curious. I mean, in in, in BL, I mean, I don't never read it, never seen it. I mean, You're the missing closest, out, man. The closest thing I've seen is Junju Romantica. I mean, I haven't watched it, but I've seen the. Or actually, no, I take that back. A likely story seems oh, like a cover up. There was one show in 2011. Oh God, I don't know. I forgot what it was. But it was a BL show, and I didn't know it. And so it was like, the first two episodes were seemingly innocent. And then they went to a castle, and it was like filled with like cock candles, and like the staircase, <laughs> the handrails were made of like penises. And I was like, what the fuck? And I looked into the show, and they're like, BL. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you were it was like it was like one of the main characters got like beat up and like the other male character was like hugging him like it'll be all right. They're good. Like, this show's pretty real. <laughs> I know. I'm like, this is kind of gay. <laughs> <laughs> you're like it's a little gay, but uh, it's probably not going to be like that the rest uh, of the time. Then they go to the castle. You're like, well, shit. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all it's all the way. <laughs> I'm like, why is there so much phallic imagery here? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm hoping. I, I, I wish I remember the name of that show. Just it's early, 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 like around episode 100. When I, it was right when I moved down to Charlotte. 
So somewhere around episode 100 or 105 or 6 or somewhere in that range. We need a hardcore fan to tell us where. <laughs> yeah, there's any fucking hardcore fans on this show. <laughs> Just look at the amount of comments we get. Hardcore fans, man. What about the quality of comments? The past five comments we got were like three words misspelt. We have any comments? Yeah, but I'm losing faith in our viewers. Listeners. They're having a yeah, they're having a hard time forming coherent sentences. Oh man. I didn't even realize. Yeah, I'll, I'll read them on stream. Wait, this isn't stream. I'm not streaming. That was back to my video game days, so I apologize. Woo! Um Let's see. Oh shit, Anime Joe is back. Yeah, but spelt wrong. Oh well. Oh, it's an imposter. And Anam Joe. Perfect oh, Blue is a ten out of ten. That yeah. one was okay. Leap year, but then look at the top one by Ascension. Track is very good gay. What? <laughs> Do they mean track is a very good guy? And I don't know anyone named track, yeah. and that was in our top five anime of 2014. So that was like, not too long ago, but... No, well, feels like, like fucking almost seven months ago now. I haven't approved that comment yet, because I'm still figuring out what he wants to say. I could edit it to be track is very good guy... Uh, but I'm not sure what that probably means. probably spam. What's the what's the username or email? Let's see, Ascension. Oh, okay. That sounds like a legit... Oh, jeez. It links you to, like, an all-Arabic soccer website. There, there you go, it's spam. But what are they trying to get across? Normally someone will link a product, but this guy's saying track is very good gay. Well, maybe track is very good for gay men. I don't know. They wear they wear tight shorts. I wasn't track. That's true, and you're gay. I mean, we didn't do hence anything. Hence your viewing habits. <laughs> yes, track turned me gay. Did you have a lot of phallic imagery in soccer? In soccer, oh, well, you got the ball. You've mm-hmm. got you know they they stretch. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Um, you play in the dirt. Oh, maybe maybe they do. You know, in anime, the girls, you know, they put each other on her back and they hook their arms around. And they stretch that way? I think that's just for fan service. I don't think anyone stretches like that. I think... (laughs) Like, what is this doing to us? Because I see that in a bunch of different shows. I'm like, that's just going to fuck up your shoulder blades. You're not stretching anything. How many kids like, I fucking just jacked my shoulder up because I was lifting Lucy. Yeah, behind me. Ah, my back. (laughs) So no, Uh, I'm pretty sure you can't even use that. Because I think that's something that's just made up. Yes. I've never seen any athlete stretch like that. Me neither. You, you, you can do one sitting down. Like, I started doing different martial arts, and um, one of the stretches, like, you put your hands together seated and then stretch, but that's like a normal stretch where you reach to your legs anyway, just assisted. Yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah. I have no idea what the standing, lifting someone up is. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Like, I don't understand. That's the whole point. It's like, what, what, what? It does what nothing for them because they're being lifted, and for you, it just hurts your back and your shoulders <laughs> as you lift them. Uh, yeah, you're 100% correct. <laughs> uh, so anyway, finishing reading. The boys all live in the same town underneath a starry sky. Well, generally, most skies are starry, whether you can see them or not. <laughs> Each of the Makura no Denshi, pillow boys, will star his own weekly episode as they sleep beside you and whisper, sweet nothings. I added the sweet nothings. It really just says whisper. Give me money. <laughs> Yeah, there's like one of the types is delinquent. He's like delinquent. I'm gonna cut your fucking throat, bitch. <laughs> like right next to you. Like. 
Hold on, hold on. Oh my god, I love the delinquent. We we gotta get that, you know, spot on. We gotta get this over to Japan. You can be the delinquent voice actor. The English delinquent voice actor. That's how I make my cameo star appearance. I'm gonna slash you. I'm gonna choke you, bitch. (laughs) Some people are into that. I don't do homework. (laughs) (laughs) What what, what do you say? Now I'm just curious. Yeah, how are they going to fill 30? Is this a short? No, it's a short. Okay, good. 30 minutes. I was expecting 12 episodes, 30 minutes. No, I could use a minute or two at best. What if it even has an intro? I mean, it's... I don't know. I mean, it's also... They had to make two shorts, one for gay people slash girls and one for Bikini Warriors, targeted at clearly the opposite. Hold on, is Bikini Warriors made by the same studio? Yep. It is. They're both feel, consensus, all that. Holy shit, I think you're right. (laughs) They're just like, they're both shorts, so there you go. Mm -hmm. They also did Listen to Me, Girls, I Am Your Father. Okay, that wasn't, well. And so I can't play (sighs) H. Okay, I don't know about that one, but I, you know what's sad? I've watched like three of the four shows that I've watched a little bit of Kiss Exis. Uh, why am I saying this? <laughs> People who Have I think I'm related to like listen to this show and I'm like, fuck. I don't know. Ah, uh, fucking hell. Have you seen Mayo Cheeky? I saw the first episode, hated it, and and said fuck that show. What about Honey and Clover? Oh, they just did the in between animation for that. Don't you even dare. Sorry. Don't even dare watch. My cat was ready to place. jump up on the back of my chair and like fall over because my chair sucks. Alright, sorry, I gotta cut this out. Had those damn cat in and. I'm ready to move on. We started with three and we went forever. Yes, okay. We have two reviews. Well, DVD picks. What should you get? What should I, you fucking get? I should right. do the new voiceover. There you go. All right, three, two, one. All right, well, you know what? Fair is fair. we got to watch Bikini Warriors, and then we got to watch at least the first one or two episodes of Sleeping Males. Uh, questions need to be answered, damn it. Do they have an intro? What do they say to you? I want to watch a delinquent one. Can I wear headphones? Is it like they're actually whispering in my ear? You should. It enhances. You should lay down in bed. (laughs) Put your iPad up next to you. Curl up in bed, you know. Turn the lights out. Nude, of course. Like I always (laughs) sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going full experience. There you go. I mean, you've got to do it right or go home. (laughs) Well, I'm already home. Whose bed am I in? Well... Maybe the next door neighbors for some reason. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, your apartment sounds fun. Well, my next door neighbors like all they do is watch Netflix like at extreme volumes. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure they just stay indoors for like twelve hours a day and just watch Netflix. Seriously? Whenever I leave, no matter like the hour, like it's one a.m. I got back from the bar, like it was just like TV shows like blaring, and then when I woke up and went somewhere at nine this morning, it was also that. So I don't know if they just leave it on when they're not there, but, like, they're hardcore. What are they watching today? I don't know. I, I don't watch TV, so I can't recognize the shows. They just, like, like, they sound like TV shows, you know? They have, like, laugh track occasionally. Like, it couldn't be anything else. Well, I mean, Hulu just got the entire show of of Seinfeld. Hmm. Maybe they're binging it. Maybe they're binging Seinfeld, exactly. 
Yeah, but it has to be some like '90s TV show or something because it, it sounds like it. I just can't place what it is exactly. Fair enough. Okay, let's get on to DVD picks. We will have all these answers and more, hopefully, answered by the time we record the next show. All right, let's get into DVD picks. Damn it, because what you should you get? get? Exactly, what should you get? <laughs> what should you get? Not sword art. As that's the first thing on the list. And the last thing on mine. It's another week and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. And fucking stereo. Fuck yeah. What should you get? What should you get? I love that part. See, another time. I wrote that. Whoa. I did. I was like, hmm. Words to be spoken. What should you get? I think one day we should just make all of our own bumpers as a gag. Uh, I could do my impersonation of delinquent. There you go. Maybe you do a trailer for it. Maybe cause tra- maybe, maybe this might be released by like Funimation or something. Yeah. You have like uh, media blasters. There you go. Fucking pitch that. To <laughs> They're me. desperate enough to let me. <laughs> I didn't do homework today. Oh. Instead, I did you, babe. Don't ever Perfect. say that again. <laughs> <laughs> I was just I was rolling with it. A great voice actor always improvises. Actually, that's probably the opposite of what they do. Yeah. No, they have something called a script. <laughs> a great, great voice actor always throws away the script. Yes. This is not to me. Holy fuck, that came out. Alright, really? let's read them. Sword Art Online. Worst show. Yes. Regular at Magic High School. Finished it. It was shit. Just talked about it in the beginning of this. Cheese new address. That's about the adorable cat. I still want to see that. Yes. Discotech. Feels, man. First episode feels. Oh my god, I'm gonna watch it. The cat's so cute. Dot hack. I heard it was bad. Okay, dot hack. There's like a million of them. Just like Dragon okay. Ball. Gu trilogy. I hear it was bad. Blaz blue. Blaz. <laughs> Is that what I'm gonna blaz all over you, babe. Bad blaz blue. That's based off a game. It probably makes for a shit show. I'm just hating on all these shows. Man. Soul Eater, that show was okay. But Soul Eater, not. Holy that fuck! Not okay. Okay, why is it $129? Oh, because it's a First premium. time it's in Blu-ray? Fuck's sake. That show's been released so many times. But not in Blu-ray. Yeah, Actually, no, maybe even in Blu-ray, but not no, in premium I, I edition. Think you're right. Here's the thing we've released five times. Buy it again. Bring money. Soul Eater was okay. Soul Eater not look stupid. Yeah, Tokyo I, Ravens. Yep. I'm I gave up on like seven. Well, so what was it about? I... Magical girl voice acted by Hana Hana Kawas whatever Onodera, who's in everything. Yes. Um. So that was cute. Best but girl. then the show was stupid. So it was like she's really magic, and so is this guy, but he's not as magic. But they love each other, and he has to go protect her in a school while she studies magic. <laughs> it was one of the magic shows I wanted to check out. It wasn't that good. Gotcha. Oh, this is great. All the shows I talked in the beginning are coming up on this DVD list. We got Magical Warfare. As I mentioned earlier, Maho Senso or whatever. Worst show. Worse than the regular Magic High School. Space Brothers. I can't say anything about that show. It's about space, and space is cool, so... Dude, they're space bros. Yeah, that that sounds okay. Turn A Gundam. 
Yep. I don't I don't know where that falls in the Gundam series. Yeah, me neither, but it's somewhere. Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. I didn't know there was more Yu-Gi-Oh! past like the Yu-Gi-Oh! I watched as a kid. I just thought there was Yu-Gi-Oh! The show. Noragami, which I contemplated watching before. It has good reviews. It looks slightly apocalyptic. More magic shit? Uh, Maybe not. Oh, fuck yeah. Media blasters. Ladies versus butlers. I can finally watch in my own house the bread eating scene at the competition. I don't even know what that is. It's ladies versus butlers. Big is that kid. a show John would like? John would love this show. He hasn't seen it. I they have know. a scene where uh, they do Dragon Ball Z made out of virginity. Like he has <laughs> virgin powers and they do Dragon Ball Z and he goes Super Saiyan by being a virgin. He collects What's all the that? virgin power in the world. It sounds awesome. somewhat funny. It's hilarious but it's like you're going in it's fucking fan service. Like, there is one girl who, if, like, someone tells her to get naked, she's like, oh, I gotta change, okay. She starts stripping. The, the show, I, should, I should try that in my real life. The show is, well, you'll be arrested several times. So, several times for one account? Probably. Prepare for multiple arresting. <laughs> yeah. Normally they would charge you once, but we charge you seven times. Yeah, yes. The show looks great. Ladies versus Butlers is like... Bottom of the... Okay, it's like M.M. It wasn't M.M. that did that. God damn it, it was M.M. I'm sorry. I'm talking about the wrong fucking show. Um, but essentially, M.M. and Ladies vs. Butlers aired at the same time back in 2011, I think? 2010. Late 2010? Okay. I, was, I was watching when I got down here, so... It's, it's, it's like one of those shows that's like... It's interesting enough to watch, but you're watching it because... Fan service and boobs and never have I watched a show because of that, so I don't think I'll well, be there watching. There you go. It. What? Okay, it's unless it's high fun. school DXD counts, but I stand by that being one of the best comedies, yeah. despite the fan yeah. service. Make all the excuses you want. That is a John <laughs> show, and I think John should be on here to review it. Although I think I've already reviewed it, but John review would probably be better. Yeah. All right. Altilier Eska. And Logie, Alchemist of the Dusk Sky. Oh, yeah, because I want to show that has Logie in the title. Logie. <laughs> I mean, that's based on a game. I've played one of the L-tier games. Is it a fucked-up like, title like that, though? Yeah. It's always like, the something and the something-something Alchemist. Ooh. But you're like this girl that gathers plants and makes potions. One uh, week, friends. So is that like the Adam Sandler version of the anime version of Fifty First Dates? <laughs> That would actually be good. So it's probably not that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It has good ratings. Maybe I shouldn't knock it until I try it. But she it has looks, amnesia. It looks slice of life and cute, similar to Toradora. There you go. But if it isn't Toradora, I'd be upset. Nothing will ever be that good. So. Yakitate. What is that about? No idea. Japan, part three. Oh, I think that's that's the um, folktales. It's freshly baked Japan. What? It's 69 episodes. Holy shit. In 2004. Holy shit. It's an 8 out of 10, and it's a pun. The word Japan is actually a pun. Japan means bread in Japanese. 
That's True. why it has like a little space. Oh. I don't know. It looks it looks what, right. what, can, Is there a synopsis or something? Azuma becomes obsessed with bread when he was six years old. His sister yelled at, that their family should start. Wait, why? Why yelled? His sister just yelled it. We should start a bakery. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. What a weird way to write that. Like she suggested it. She yelled that their family should start having bread for breakfast sometime. Oh, no bakery. I was wrong. Um, Damn. But their grandfather refused to even consider it, as he would only eat natto, miso soup, and rice for breakfast. <laughs> I'm super Japanese. Is it bread shit? Yeah, rice for what? Kazuma agreed, saying he didn't like bread, but his sister kidnaps him and takes him to a bread store to show him how much he really loves bread. What? Not only is Kazuma converted, but the owner discovers that Kazuma has the magical hands of the sun god whose warmth makes them particularly suited to making bread. The owner packs up shop and goes to Tokyo to fulfill his dream of making Japan. What? Wait, 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 wait. So, I'm assuming he has the warm hands. Mm-hmm. You... That he got from his sister showing him how. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm just trying to put the, the intense lens on. Does the kid, like, touch the... Touch the 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 dough and like it's like poof bread shows up. Say, are like like the yeast does the yeast just instantly rise to like the perfect like poof bread? Yeah, you're just right. shows up. He's like Jesus. No, you're exactly right. Azuma has solar hands, warm hands that allow the yeast to ferment faster and better when he's making bread. <laughs> you called it. It's the yeast. <sighs> He's some sort of god bread maker. Oh, why is it like... sister's like, put, put those warm hands inside my bread. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. So, you know, cinnamon bread is pretty awesome with some raisins. That's mm-hmm. some good shit right there. That sounds like a good show, yep. I think, uh... Hmm. <laughs> someone, someone needs to... Someone needs us to, like... I, I don't know. Well, if you watched anime 11 years ago, someone can weigh in. But well, that's kind of a long time. That's more than half my life. God, for how young you are. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, yeah, I started watching anime back in like 2005, four. So you weren't even old. Well, this was 2004, so I guess you're... You um, I was graduated from high school in 2004. <laughs> what? <laughs> so graduated old. school in 2003, man. And I was like rocking... What was I doing in 2004? I was working at Blockbuster Video. Oh, that shows your age, too. <laughs> What's a Blockbuster Video? I know, video? they don't even exist anymore. <laughs> Netflix murdered them. <laughs> You're uh, working at a what? Is that even a place? And then we got Pokemon the movie. Pokemon so, the movie. That's it. We're all done. What about Denkai? No, no one cares about that. Oh, it's only 90 bucks. 90. That's 90 bucks too much for me. All right. So what would you get out of these two weeks? Uh, it's a pretty shit week. I know. I hate I all. I would probably say to- ladies versus butlers, but just 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 because. But again, it, it's here's the thing. I don't buy subtitled shows. I buy usually dub only because. Well, it's not necessarily dub only, but it has well, a dub on it. Yeah. Well, the reason I don't like buying subtitled DVDs is it's like yellow, disgusting font. That's or true. I can go... I hate to say this. I can pirate the show with nice fonts 
that's readable, that when multiple people are talking, you know that, where it's like, oh, hold on, that yellow ugly font now has turned white. Someone else must be talking too. I was watching it on Netflix, and they don't even do the stack subtitles. If two people talk, you just don't get to find out what they're saying. Are you freaking serious? No, that's how I finished the regular that's Magic awful. High School. It was real bad. It's like real small font, too. Well, no no wonder you hated it. Half the show was missing. Well, I mean, I hated it before I watched the last five episodes on Netflix, but... I don't know. Yeah, the paid version of things are worse. So yeah, I mean, like Crunchyroll is like the only yeah. website that does it right. Like if I had Crunchyroll and they were showing it again, um, I would be like, sure. I mean, honestly, Ladies vs. Butlers isn't one of those shows where you're like, oh man, I'm gonna rewatch this con tons of times because it really isn't. It's one of those shows like, hey, uh, it's there. You watch it, you never watch it again. Um. Simple as that. Man. Um, My Little Monster was okay. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know if I'd ever watch it again. It's like, yeah. it wasn't a great story where you're like, oh man, I could really dig that. Yeah, I guess those two. Yeah, I've never really watched a show of that genre that I really wanted to rewatch, except Toradora and White Album 2, probably. 70 episodes? I'm still trying to swear, man. Yakitate, 70 episodes. Like, what? Do they go through each bread? Like, this week, Roy. Next week, I don't know, Shibata. Yeah. That weird bread thing that's in Lucky Star that looks like someone's someone's butthole. That's a a croquette. (laughs) Or is that what that's called? I don't know. I, all I know is it looks a like croissant? someone's taking a shit and it's bread. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's like chocolate in there or something. Oh, it's a, yeah, it's a cornet or something. I hope there's lots of those in Pillow Boys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just for the symbolism. Oh my God, this show is 24 minutes each. Yeah. I mean, he makes warm bread and he builds his bread harem. Dude, what the fuck? There's like a dude, there's like a black dude with a fro. I saw that. It's like fucking... What? He's like real muscular too. Yeah, it's like The Rock. <laughs> he looks like Boba Bo. He does. I never got it. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> I've only seen the commercial on like Adult Swim. The commercial's great, but the show looks stupid. Uh, oh, the only thing I'd get is Soul Eater, but I wouldn't pay $130 for it. Yeah, it doesn't... I don't know why, but that show has always just been just ridiculously expensive. To be I fair, mean, it's like 50 episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's partially why, because Funimation would come up with the bricks of like, you know, oh, here's 15 episodes each. Fuck mm-hmm. it. Not a bad show, but I'm not sure I would own it. I feel like I experienced it by watching it once. Gotcha. It's also, like, geared towards younger people, maybe? I don't know. So I watched it, like, my freshman year of college, and it was okay, but I could tell, like, it was shallow in the way that, like, Dragon Ball Z was really good when I was 14, but not now. I feel like Soul Eater suffered from the the stereotypical shonen. I really, really liked the animation, though. Like, the moon and, like... Well, yeah, that's great. All the the opening songs are amazing, too. Yeah. But yeah, I, I couldn't get it. I could only watch a few of the shows, and so I was like, ah, oh, okay. This is something. 
All right, well, now our two reviews. This is shaping up to be a long episode. I'm oh, falling okay. asleep. You know I can't what? go on. You can't go on? All right. Let's cut it short. <sighs> we overpromise and underdeliver. No. no, I'm ready to do JoJo. I just, I don't know if I can listen to Plastic Memories. Oh, you can and you will. <laughs> My Plastic Memories are fading. All right, so you're starting about JoJo's. Oh, if you start... Oh, okay, I'm starting. I was going to say, if you start, I'm going to go get a beer. But... Well, okay, fine. <laughs> I will start. And you can or get you beer. start. I'm getting a beer. I'll be back. For fuck's sake. No, no, just keep going. And to our listeners, it'll be a seamless transition. Uh, yes, as we're saying all these words. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Plastic Memories just wrapped up. We've talked a bit about a bit. Uh, blah. Uh, let me say that again. We have talked a little bit about this show here and there throughout the weeks. And I think last week I did. I pretty much summed up my thoughts, but I figured I'd do a proper quick review and, uh, you know, for, for the sake of it, because, you know, it's a show that, it's not bad, but it, it, it's, it's not great. It's one of those shows that, like, you know going in that you're going to get what you're going to get. And the show delivers. Um, so the show was basically set in the the near future or whatever you want to fucking call it. Uh, they've got these humanoid robots called Giftias. And the big thing about the Giftia is they only last 81,920 hours. Which is roughly nine years and four months. <laughs> How so, specific. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is weird. So... Basically, the story revolves around this kid named Tsukasa. Um, <laughs> like as in your house in Spanish? Yes. Tsukasa Spikasa. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a 19-year-old kid. Or excuse me, 18-year-old. Um, he failed his entrance exams due to medical problems, apparently. They didn't even fucking say that in the anime. They were just like, nah, you're starting here. His dad, yeah, like, I knows, thought he got in because his dad, like, yeah, did. yeah, like, pulled a few strings mm-hmm. and got him in this big ass, like, renowned company called SAI Corp. Um, they're the company that made the gift he is. His job, he works in the service center, and his job is to go retrieve the gift he has at the end of their life. And, uh, the big thing is, if you don't, and they go past the 81,000 hour mark or whatever, uh, they start losing their memories and they start acting out and becoming violent and, you know, they're like fucking, you know, they're robots so they're like superhuman and all that crazy stuff. So they have to go retrieve these robots, those giftias before that. And the funny thing is the show starts off with like, you know, oh, dealing with loss and, you know, the, the, the giftias are like, Oh, this is my kid daughter because I can't have kids. So That's she's my daughter like. for nine years. I don't want to give her up. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they fight and then, you know, something happens. I like that part of um, this. One. So, yeah, that's pretty much the beginning. And, yeah, and then the first three or four episodes, there it's pretty much like, oh, we got to deal with loss. How do people handle it? You know, people handle it in different ways. People mm-hmm. get angry. People are okay with it. Other people... 
you know, this and that, the other thing. So Sukasa starts at SAI as a newbie, and he is paired with a with a marksman, another Giftia. Everyone, there's a human, and then they get a Giftia robot. And these Giftias look identical to people, like you wouldn't even know. You know, in shows like, um, uh, what the hell is that show? Oh, no, I can't think of it. God dang it. Um, I can't think of the show name now. But the robots look like people? Yeah, but they had the halo thing over their head. Um, Mm. it was a short show. It came out eventually. I can't think of the name. God bless. It was a net show. It was pretty cool. It was really good quality visuals. Um, I think a lot of people probably know what I'm talking about. But yeah, but the whole thing was, was they had like a halo above their head so people knew that they were a robot. But then they'd go to this this club where pretty much humans and robots interacted. They would turn off their halo and you really wouldn't even know the difference. Yeah. Um, so, um, anyway, uh, you know, like you can't even tell. They eat, they drink, they do everything, apparently, which is weird because... It's just weird. Uh, they're robots. So, even from the first like scene, he's going up the elevator, and he meets Isla, his marksman, his giftia, and they live together. They Apparently, this office building, or this company, just gives people dorms. I always thought that'd be kind of cool. Just go live in dorms. We'll pay you. No rent, no nothing. But it'd also be kind of shitty, because they're like, Hey, we know where you live, and fuck you, you're coming into work. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so Isla has, like, white hair, she's got twin tails, but she's looking, she's like 13 or 12. Like, she's, like, shown, like, really young. And pretty much almost all the Giftias are, like, I not Younger all than them. all their partners. Yeah, yeah, at least they look like it. They don't give them ages, obviously, but it's kind of weird but even in the beginning of the show he's like oh she's beautiful I think I've fallen in love with her and and then you find out she's a giftia and giftia you know, trap exactly so I mean like I said the show like early on you know like okay you know where this is going um so like the first half of the episode like I said is like dealing with loss and them becoming partners and she's terrible at her job Isla is. Um, all she does is be clumsy and makes tea. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple other characters worth note too. There's uh, Michiru, who is a 17-year-old employee who works at the SAI terminal service. Um, she's she's Sukasa's superior by one year, apparently. And it, she's like the tsundere of the cast. Like, she's always like, well, that's simple to say, but she's a Sundre. Mm-hmm. But yet she develops feelings for him and, you know, obviously doesn't say it, but... She's very archetypal. Yes, I very, very. I, I did too. Except when she was, like, being serious and, like... Because her well, whole... she's trying to help him or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, like her with whole... that one mom and her son or whatever. Yeah. Mom robot. Yep. <laughs> that episode was good. There you go. To interject, I stopped watching at like six because, as you're about to get to, the show shifts in what yes. it's talking about. Yes. So, 
who else? There's Zach, who was like her giftia. And I swear to God, like, he, like, molests Michiru because, like, Zach always brings up stuff like, like, just crazy shit. Embarrassing shit. Like, there's even a scene where, like, they make reference where they're in, like, her dorm room. And their bed is, like, on the second floor. Like, it's like a split level, kind of like a, how would you explain it? Uh, like, they, they have, like, a bunk bed above uh, in another separate area, like in a, like in a, like a flat or something, they make reference to like she may have a vibrator in her desk drawer next to her bed. It's like and I didn't even know she was seventeen. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, until I fucking read their wiki article, or Wikipedia. Uh, well, now I feel better about it. Well, there you go. She's seventeen. I mean, she's legal. But how old is that robot? Like seven? I don't know. Sure. She, she dies at age nine. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so that can't be legal. Exactly. I mean, come on. Gift you in dog years or robot years, she's like 80 though, so I guess it's okay. There you go. Um, the other big person I think it's really worthwhile is um, Kazuki or Kaz- what's her name? Yeah, Kazuki. She's like the head honcho of, of them. She's not the boss, but like of all the people who have to be assigned to go retrieve these rope, these giftias, she's kind of like the lead. And her and uh, Isla go back six years ago, and there's a backstory there. It's nothing fantastic by any means. But essentially, they broke off their partnership, and that's why Isla is now with uh, Sukasa. So, uh, but yeah, like you're right, though. They have this little thing, but all of a sudden they just like, end, like at round six. And honestly, it gets kind of old after a while. Like, the final story. For all that is like, oh, a kid's parents were killed, and now the giftia is the, the mom. But the kid hates the giftia, and that one was good. And then I, I stopped watching it. when it was like, it's my goal to get in my giftia's pants. Pretty much, it, they're like the two dating episodes. Like, what are the dating tips for dating a robot? And I'm like, the show yes. is taking a turn for the worst. Yes, <laughs> so this show fucking turns into like. A romance anime, but the first three were like so heartfelt. I was on board, and then it, it wronged me. Um, yeah. Then it turns into like freaking Sukasa getting feelings for Ayla, and like she's dumb. Oh, she's a fucking robot again. But this <laughs> show like wants you to like. Oh, but it's so cute. I mean, look at her. She's so, oh, she's so cute, and she doesn't know better and. Uh, yeah. So does she die? Yes, of course yes. she does. Okay. So I mean, this sh- I don't know if you want to consider it spoilers, but yes, she dies in the I last mean, episode. Everyone sees it coming. I was just hoping well, that's exactly didn't. it. I was just so, hoping they weren't like, uh, well, actually, we found a way to save her because she's special. Well, and this <laughs> is the crazy thing. So he confesses her feelings, and she's like, I don't know, no, I, I she like freaks out. <laughs> no thanks. But yet, oh, everyone in the. Have you heard the words "Don't dip your" what is it saying? "Don't dip your pen in the company ink." Don't date Have, your coworkers. Is yes, you don't date your coworkers. <laughs> I've never heard it said that way. That's well. Funny. There's a lot of sayings. But I like the one that says "Don't dip your ink in the company." Don't dip your pen in the company ink. Um, it's a, good, it's a good saying. I mean, I mean, yeah, you can date your coworkers, but 
prepare for consequences and if it doesn't go well and you have fun with all that. No, no, thank you. That I've been happily married for eight years. Um, <laughs> and your wife isn't your coworker. Correct. Um, exactly. But, um, that the entire office is like, oh, we're going to help Sukasa date. Oh, we're going to help, uh, Isla find her feelings and, but she can't because she's a robot. Uh, but no, they treat them like humans, like they're identical. Like I said, they eat, they sleep, they... They don't have to eat. They don't have... They do and they... Like, they make <laughs> rice omelets together and she's like, oh, that's delicious! Like, what? <laughs> like, you've met... Like, this company... I mean, I know this is anime. I'm just nitpicking here for the sake of nitpicking. But this company, you think about it, has developed, like... Perfect representation of a human in robot form. Like, I mean, I mean, maybe there's a they didn't show it. Maybe there's a slot you open up, like a panel, and then there's like the robot guts. Oh, I'm sure there's a slot. Wink. Gosh, I was wondering too. You know, have you ever watched Archer? Uh, nope. Okay. I've seen like clips of it. Okay, well, you, a you, you need you need to start watching it because know who Archer is, but I've never watched a good. full episode. You you need to watch a full episode because Archer is a shit. So there is a there's a girl or a woman, a Russian hot Russian blonde named Katya, and she is killed in an episode. But then Doctor Krieger brings her back to life by making her a, a robot. You know, uh, same thing. Same thing that this Giftia is. And he has sex with her. But her vagina, it vibrates. And she had to wash it on the sink. Next morning. <laughs> this is what I kept thinking the entire time. Like, like, <sighs> I know it's sick. But still, I'm like, you've made perfect humanoid robots. But they die after nine years. Or they go insane and murder people. Yeah, I was terminated. hoping for that to happen. Like I, I, I was hoping they didn't kill her and they, and she killed him. Well, that's like a Romeo and Juliet ending. Yeah, I was actually kind of wondering the same thing because I was like, well, you know, because he even says at one point, "Oh, I, I wish we could just run away." You know what would happen if we just ran away? It's like, motherfucker, like, I would kill you. You know what would happen when you run away? You've already dealt with it. You work <laughs> for the company that you gets for the this company shit. that understands it. Yeah. Yes. It's like where, where are you gonna go? This thing probably has GPS. Then you know, I think probably has GPS built into it. But that—that's the thing that I, just, I found the hardest to believe. Like, and just to get uh, into the show was like they—they they push this love thing so hard, and it's sweet. And you know, by the end, it's like, oh, okay, they're holding hands and da da da, whatever. But again, robot, like, just mind blown. I, I don't get it. And uh, the, the the show kept harping on memories. We rip apart memories. Oh, we rip apart memories. Oh, the, you can't save the memories. The big thing was when they die, they can retrieve the body and they'll charge you 25% less and you can get the body back. But at the end of the day, it's a new person. The memories are gone. The personality is gone. It's It's a brand new person. You know, essentially, and you get the nine, and the nine years starts all over again. I work in IT. You can back shit up even today. Yeah. Like, again, I I know I'm just poking holes for the sake of poking holes, but 
this this company builds these amazing machines, but they got such stupid flaws in them. Like, why couldn't it be like, I don't know, they're like brakes. I, I I don't know. They got to go get tune ups. You know, go take them to the gifty uh, Midas or something. You know, <laughs> get new shock absorbers or something installed. Oh, she's going to need that after he's done. <laughs> you know, like... I would just build my Giftia harem. There, I think there you did go. it wrong. And that's where it was kind of like, you've got this girl, you've got... He's uh, a real girl that likes him, too. Exactly. You've got Michiru, the Sundere, who who likes, who wants, like, likes him. Get with that. Screw the 12-year-old-looking robot girl. <laughs> I mean, what's so special about her? She's quiet and she's a, you know, she's no, terribly no, built because she trips everywhere. I'm just really excited to talk about JoJo. Okay, so I'm nearly done with my beer. All right, what kind of beer are you drinking? Yingling. Yes, my man. That's what I drink. Yeah, Yingling. Yeah, of all of, like the domestic consumer beers, it's it's the best. There you go. I also like Blue Moon. Yeah, Blue Moon is good too. They have that a lot here, too. They put a fucking orange slice in it, though, for some reason. Yeah, I don't really understand that. They did that to my shock top when I went to a bar the other day. And I'm like, but it's already, like, slightly orange flavor. Why are you ruining it with an orange? Stop oranging it up. Yeah, they're like, oh, we put this huge orange slice in. Can't drink out of it. Yeah. So I gave it a 5 out of 10. Like... Oh, okay, good. I went a couple weeks where I didn't even watch any episodes, and I kind of just plowed through them. But... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think I'm just nitpicking to nitpick, but... I don't think I, so. I think they wronged me. I'm not even going to finish it. As soon as I got to six and it started into, like, a dating show, it was ruined. And the me. crazy thing, too, is, like, I guarantee you there's going to be a season two because the last scene, again, I don't think you can consider this spoilers, you know, Isla's gone. She's been re- she's powered down for life or whatever. And they just show, oh, Sakasa, here's a new partner. And they shake hands. But you don't see who it is. And she looks like, de- like her hands are like the same size as Isla. And I think she's back. But as like <laughs> new like personality. Sort of Terminator movie. Exactly. She's back, she's back and she's Your not Your clothes, love. give them to her. Yes. I don't know. I just, the show tried to be all serious. Like, there's, like, Michiru, her father was a Giftia. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, like, what? They can parent now, too? But they die and die? And that's what I don't get, too. Like, do you, when, you, when you want one of these things, do you get to, like, there was old Giftia, there was young Giftia, there was, like, 30-something Giftias? Like, there are shapes, sizes, ages. You can have any. I want, like, a 100-year-old. Why? Some some sort of mountain sage. <laughs> he like sits in my apartment, like being an oracle. There you go. Or I want the hot mom one, the thirty year old. You want one. the milf? Yeah. You want the milf? She's like I take care of this children, and all I do is make food. I'm like perfect. Yes. <laughs> Be the stereotyped woman role. Wow. There you go. I don't know. I gave it five out of ten. It is what it is. I, I give it zero out of ten. Oh, you hate it. But now we're moving on to the best now show. Now the best show in forever. Of all time. Oh no, I switched to plastic memories. I gotta go back. Oh man. Alright, are you ready for the best show of all time? Sure. JoJo's Bizarre. Zero out of ten. 
wait, what? Oh, sorry. Zero out of ten. <laughs> this show's great. This is like, this show made me a man. Do you I shave came into now? the show as a boy and left a man. There you go. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And what a bizarre adventure it was. So this, this like show's... Bizarre Adventure out of like three. Yeah, there's three Bizarre Adventures. Sorry, go ahead. I keep cutting you off. Yeah, you cut me off, and that was like my big intro, man. Oh, man. I Killed my high. You didn't even tell your story yet. You harshed my mellow. Okay, I'll start with the story. So, this uh, anime has a lot of inspired things from rock. Like, you have Robert E.O. Speedwagon. R.E.O. Speedwagon is what they're going for there. You got Dio. Um, there's just there's uh, Tom Petty. And there's just a whole bunch of stuff like that. So, fitting for their opening and ending, they have some sort of rock-type song. So let me link you it so people can hear it, because it's a remix of a real song. And the funny story is, I was doing my shopping at Fresh Market here in Virginia, and it's, it started playing, but I couldn't place it right away. I'm like, this song sounds really familiar, and it was quiet enough that, like, it normally wouldn't catch your attention, right? You go into a supermarket, you're not really listening to the actual music. Yeah. But it made me actually listen to it because I'm like, oh man, where have I heard this song? And it was the unremixed version of their ending song for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Really? Because I heard it and I'm like, oh man, I definitely know this singing and like, it sounds similar to something. And then I thought of it, it was JoJo. So I got to look it up and play it for everyone. ending and then they like cut to the vocals for the ending theme song and it shows like the mask and stuff so pretty cool but that was my funny story because i'm like well where have i heard this song <laughs> turns out it was an anime and that hardly ever comes up because when is anime using an english song never well i, I remember um eden of the east Franz Fernandin song uh, played at the end of Paradise Kiss. Almost kind of like uh, JoJo's. They would start it, but you know something's happening still. Right. So it would fade in. Meanwhile, there's still stuff going on screen, and then it would just kick in. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's um, how so they yeah, did it here. And it was I good. mean, using American songs is not anything new, but it's kind of cool because normally it's like, oh, it's generic J-pop or whatever, or right. generic J-rock, and you know, fuck, we don't speak Japanese. That's kind of cool. Yeah, so it was a cool opening, too, but that's in Japanese. 
it, it's really cool because uh, uh, it's like a whole bunch of cuts from the comics or the manga. You know, there is a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the video game. Really? Yes. I'd play it. So anyway, into my <laughs> into my review. Okay. Something keeps vibrating on your end. Hmm. I don't know what could be vibrating. Okay. Anyway, continue. I'll continue like things aren't vibrating. There you go. It's my giftia wink. <sighs> your milf giftia. <laughs> so continuing on, um, it's done in three parts. Uh, the different lineage of JoJo, I guess. So it starts out where. Uh, I have to look up his dad's name. They all have such similar names. I gotta mm-hmm. make sure I get it right. Um, I remember it was Joe Star. Well, he's just Jonathan like Mr. Joe Star, right? Yeah, he's, he's Jonathan Joe Star's dad. So he's in an, a carriage accident because the show starts in like uh, 19th century England, mm-hmm. and he like falls down a mountain and gets hurt, and his wife dies. But, um. Someone named who's who's Dio's dad? Oh, the well, drunk. Yeah, Dario Brando. Yes. Finds him and he's a criminal and uh Mr. Joestar is like really wealthy, he's an aristocrat type. So he has like all this treasure and stuff. And Dario uh wants to steal his ring, but then Mr. Joestar is like conscious and sees him and thanks him for helping him. So he feels guilty about it and Ends up saving Mr. Joe Star, so that sets you up for like a time skip, like eight years into the future, or I guess more, ten maybe. But either way, so now both nah, of their they're both teenagers, so I'd probably say like twelve to fifteen years. Yeah, I guess because because he's an old man by then, like both of them. Yeah, so probably fifteen years, and they both have sons. Uh, there's Dio Brando, who's like the thief's son, and. Jonathan Joestar, who's Mr. Joestar's son, and Dario Brando's, like, dying, and on his deathbed, he decides to cash in his favor and have Dio go live with Mr. Joestar in, like, their mansion. So then there's this whole civil, or, like, fake sibling rivalry going on where Dio's just much stronger and smarter and well-behaved, and he's, like, slowly ousting Jonathan from, like, the favored position of his father. Yeah, but you're not even getting into it, though, like... He, like, kills his dog. Oh, yeah. Well, we're not there yet. And, like, bitch slaps his girl. Mm-hmm. No, no, we're, we're getting there. Oh, my bad. His goal... Spoilers. Because Dio, Dio is really cunning. His goal is to slowly win over his dad, despite all the shit things he does to JoJo. And then I was going to explain how. Yeah, he kills J- Jonathan's dog, and he slaps, like, the girl he likes. Like, he, like, threatens the raper. Yeah, basically. Like, Jesus Christ, calm down. It was great, too, because it comes behind it. It was great. Yeah, it comes up from behind the tree. You know, you're looking for Jonathan, but it was me, Dio. And he's like, don't go to Dio. <laughs> it's great. But there's all this rivalry, but then he, uh, Mr. Joestar gets sick, and Jonathan is suspicious of Dio because Dio's, in fact, poisoning him. So... He goes and, like, undiscovers the Chinese black market of poison wow. to find out what poison there was. You didn't mention was. there was another time skip where they're, like, awesome, oh, yeah. like, rugby players or something. Yeah, you're right. So they're, like, 14 yeah, or whatever in the beginning. Buff a motherfucker. And then they skip and they're, like, 18, 19. I guess they're in college or something. And they're just, like, super huge. Everyone in the show is, like, the epitome of, like, what manly stereotypes are. They're just 
ripped as shit and have like ten pack abs. It's great, but they're playing. They don't have necks. They just it just blends in with their uh, shoulders. And you can tell like Jonathan got somewhat stronger because they show him in rugby and he seems to be like more useful than Dio. So he's no longer like the explicit underdog. Um, So he finds out that he's poisoning his father and uncovers that the reason his dad died in the first place is because Dio poisoned him too, his own dad, so he could go live with the Joe Stars. And then he meets my favorite character, Robert E.O. Speedwagon. And it's great because when you first meet him, he has like a saw blade hat that he throws at Jonathan Joestar and Jonathan catches it like with his hand and it cuts him up and Ario Speedwagon's like won over to be his friend forever because he's like, that's the most gentleman, manly thing I've ever seen. And Jonathan drops, like the great thing about this show is they have so much like commentary that the characters spout that he's because Jonathan's like, the reason I caught the hat is because nothing can stop me from saving my father. And it's like cliche, but it's it's done so well. That's that's one of the overarching themes of the whole show that I love, where it's it makes fun of itself, but at the same time, like that actually makes for a good shonen story. So he overcomes all that and confronts Dio about poisoning his dad. And Dio basically has to admit it when he catches them. And then they fight and that fight tr- was wicked. Yeah, it is. And triggered by like the initial fight, there's this archaeology mask that uh, Jonathan's dad found, and like Jonathan gets Dio's blood on it, which makes it like come alive, and it like attaches onto Dio's face. And Dio knows like it's gonna do something because he was experimenting it with it earlier, and he like put it on someone's face in the town, and it turns them into a vampire. So it goes on to Dio, and it turns him into a vampire, but instead of becoming mindless because he's so smart, he just becomes really strong and vampire-like to make for a good shonen action story. And then Jonathan has to fight him while his house burns down and his dad dies and all that. So I guess that's there's going to be some spoilers in this review because there's three different arcs, because that's another reason I liked it so much. So that whole arc finishes, like... I guess that's not really the whole arc. So, like, they they fight him. And then it skips again to the future. And Jonathan's, like, 30-ish now. And it's been, like, five years or ten years or something. And they hear that Dio's still alive somewhere. Like, he didn't actually die in the fire. And they have to go find him. So that's the next thing. It's, like, Ario Speedwagon's, like, forever his companion. He teams up with this new teacher who's... What's his name? It's very hard to think of all the names of the characters because um, it's very much told in a family tree fashion, as you'll see once I continue explaining. So this person has a descendant later on, too. Uh, Will A. Zappelli, which I guess is supposed to be like Zeppelin. But he's the master of Hammond. I guess that's how you say it, Hamon. And um, it's basically light energy that can kill Dio because like other vampires in vampire lore, the sun hurts them. So this form of like martial arts and light energy also hurts them. So he trains with him and then him, Speedwagon, and Jonathan all go to fight Dio. Dio, meanwhile, has like an amassed an army. I don't know how far you made it in the actual show. I kind of finished after uh, 
he fights him initially. Yeah, like, I watched the next episode, but it was kind of weird because, like, Dio has become, like, this just crazy motherfucker. Like, he put this mask on, so now he's, like, a vampire, like you said, and, like... He's, like, super strong. Now he's, like, oh, now we feast on humans here. He's got, like, another human as a slave who, like, he, like grabs this woman by the head and squeezes and her eyes pop out and then he's like oh well done with that and throws him off and then mm-hmm. this other guy comes over and like starts eating her and I'm just like done no this I show's great it's... so it's the, it's the most manly thing I've ever seen okay so Dio gets his just desserts eventually they fight him again uh, they win sorta but then he actually comes back a third time and attacks Jonathan on, like, a boat. So things happen. I won't spoil that. But then there's another time skip. So he ends up marrying, before the time skip, Jonathan ends up marrying Erina. Okay, so they do finally get married. Right, and they have a son. And then that son um, also has a child with someone else. So when they time skip again, it's in America in the late 30s, like the beginning of World War II, uh, because that's important later on in the story, it's the beginning of World War II in America, and Joseph Joestar is now the grandson of Jonathan. Okay, so so he had a son, his son had a son, and now that son is now the main character. Right. The one in between is important later in the story, but he never becomes the main character. Okay. And do they look similar? Because it seems like they always kind of share the same characteristics. Yeah, they look similar. Uh, Joseph isn't like... Well, obviously they have different era clothing and stuff. I thought that was done well in the show. 19th century England was very much England when they portrayed it in the anime, and I was was impressed. But anyway, so when they go to America, Joseph's like a... Not a delinquent type, but he's like cocky and wears like a leather jacket type thing, and he's like spiky hair, so he's like... He's supposed to be painted as, like, the not-gentleman-like character. But or Joseph Joestar was the gentleman character. Jonathan was. Or Jonathan, excuse me. They all have very similar names. That's why it's horribly confusing. But Jonathan was the gentlemanly-like character. Joseph is still a badass, but he's kind of like the delinquent punk-type kid in America. And he saves this black kid from pig cops, which is hilarious, because they're, like, very fat and portrayed as pigs. But... So they're, like, harassing him and, like, beating up this black kid, and then he saves him. What's his name? His name's great. His name is uh, Smokey. Smokey Brown. (laughs) A young boy living in New York. Joseph saves him from brutal racist policemen. So he basically just beats up the policemen, and Joseph's, like, famous thing is he can call what you're going to say next before you say it, because despite being the delinquent kid, he's, like, incredibly smart. And cunning. Mm-hmm. He's very much like Dio's character, where Jonathan was just kind of like the brawn and didn't really think. So, Dio's no longer the enemy. And Joseph is involved in, like, the previous mask story because he listened to all of his... He calls her Grandma... or Yeah, Grandma Arena, but uh, Jonathan's wife is still alive and lives in America. And so is Ario Speedwagon. He's like an oil baron now that lives in America. He's the head of the Speedwagon Foundation, a giant oil company, which assists the Joestar family a great deal in the series. So, he's like real old and lives in America too. Cool. 
And so that's why I really like all the time skips. It's like the characters stay relevant, but then there's like a new descendant of the Joe stars. And um, so the enemy is still related to the mask that makes people vampires. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was, I was kind of curious to see is is the original uh, Dio, is he still the E? Because, I mean, he's a vampire. He's undead. He's not going to die. Right. Uh, Jonathan actually defeats him. Oh, wow. In like a catch-22 where... He, like, prevents Dio from resurrecting, but also kind of dooms himself out at sea. So that's kind of the spoilers. That's why Jonathan's gone. Oh. <laughs> He's dead. Well, I mean, it's World War One. He's been dead for a while. Yeah, well, Speedwagon is still alive. I mean, Yeah, how the... So that's what I was... Yeah, okay. Continue on. He's, like, 90, but... Oh, wow. Because it was, like, 1860, and now it's 1935 or something, so... It's oh, okay. a lot that of years, but you could still be alive. Okay, yeah, fair enough. So anyway, they skip to that, and uh, the ma- the enemy isn't the original mask. They destroy Dio, they destroy the mask, and then there's these other pillar men, as they call them, that REO Speedwagon digs up in Mexico, because he wanted to start part of his foundation to fund archaeology, because he's afraid like another Dio will happen if he doesn't find all the masks. So he's finding all the masks and destroying them without t- telling uh, Joseph, the new descendant of the Joe Stars, what he's doing. And he stumbles upon what are the pillar men, and um, he finds one in Mexico, and it's it's this guy that looks like it's like a caricature of a guy with a mask. And he's like, "Well, I have to destroy this mask too, but I've never destroyed one where it's like a whole statue of a person." So when he goes to do it, like it comes alive and like absorbs the people, like a vampire, to come alive. And a person comes out of the pillar, spares Speedwagon. And essentially, like, goes around killing people. So, that's when they have to get jo- or Joseph to come help them fight the first Pillar Men. And then they have the great tie-in of World War II, because the Germans are after the power of the mask to help them win World War II. So, there's this great character, Von Stroheim, who's, like, his catchphrase is, like, German science is the greatest, and he has, like, all these different weapons. It's hilarious, but... um he saves Speedwagon like in the initial Pillarman attack, and then he helps Joseph fight Santana. That's another rock reference. <laughs> the first Pillarman is named uh, Santana, and he it's it's great because uh, oh I didn't even notice this. Well, I, I have to skip ahead. So they defeat the first Pillarman, then they find three more, which are like the leaders of all the Pillarmen. So once they kill these, like they find out it was an ancient war between the Haman or light users versus the Pillarmen, and they have to destroy three more. So something I just noticed reading the synopsis I, that I never uh, noticed originally is one of the head Pillarmen of like the leader of all of them is named Kars, K-A-R-S, but I never noticed that like he would have been named after the group, the Kars. <laughs> So there's just so many. Now, I wonder if I click one of the... So there's Wamu. I don't know what he'd be named. Oh, yeah. He is named after the 80s duo featuring George Michael, Wham. (laughs) So his name is Wamu. And the the final guy, the final bad guy is named... Let's see. Estesi. He is named after Australian hard rock band ACDC. Oh, yeah. His name kind of... I don't think they're Australian, though, are they? I didn't think so, but maybe they I are. didn't know that fact, if true. But I anyway, didn't know that either. Is it, that could be right, but 
His name's like Essie Desi, so I guess that's supposed to be ACDC. That's hilarious. So Wham, Cars, and ACDC are the pillar well, men. E's, are pronu- e's, e's in Japanese are you know, pronounced A's. Right. A. So ACDC, Cars with a K. And his name is definitely pronounced Wamu, but they're saying Wham. So those are the pillar men. Their goal is to like become the perfect being. The reason they're in the pillars is because... They were kind of losing the war to the light people users, and they wanted to go, like, in the future to find the redstone. So the redstone is, like, the ultimate source of the light people's power. But if they put it in the mask, that's why it had, like, the hole in the top. If they put it in the mask and then put it on, it'll make them immune to the light. So basically the whole second arc is, uh, and it closes out the first series, the rest of the 26 episodes, is Joseph teaming up with the descendant of... uh, Will A. Zappelli, his name's Caesar Zappelli, and basically they go track down and kill the different people. But what made the show so great, other than like the time skips and the succinct character stories, which I really like since character progression is one of my favorite aspects of a show, um, it's just like all the fight scenes are really good. They, instead of being just the brawn, Joseph is like really methodical and thinks about his plans, and you never know how he's actually going to win. And like he's not overpowered. Like I don't like the shows where like the main character is just going to kill everyone in one shot because he's the main character. Yeah. Here, here, like the good guys like lose limbs or a lot of them die, and like you never know if like this is going to be his final battle where he has to sacrifice himself to kill one of the pillar men. It's just really good. And he, like, plays on their weakness. One of them's really prideful, so, like, he tricks them into saying, like, in 30 days, if you give me time to train, I'll kill you or whatever. And the guy's, like, he basically goads him into it. He's like, are you afraid I might actually become that powerful? So the guy lets him live, and it's just really good. Dang. Yeah, Amazing that's... show. You should watch it. I mean, I spoiled some of it, but, like, it was obvious just from looking at the... The poster, I guess. Like, when I started watching it, I could tell it was in different arcs of Descendants. Mm. Definitely. So what do you give it? I give it a 9 out of 10. It's very near perfect. All the music is amazing. I forgot to mention that. There's, like, all different genres and different uh, nationality-type music. Like, there's a lot of Middle Eastern music when they're over there discovering the Pillar Men. There's, like, German music of some sort. Mm-hmm. at different parts and then there's like theatrical opera during sad scenes and I actually cried a little when Aww. one of the characters died is there polka uh maybe like i can't say no for sure there's just so much good music in this show and it really plays with the different scenes it was and also like all the action and stuff is done like very characterized i guess i forgot to mention that is like you can tell from watching the first few episodes. It's very, like, comic book well, see, I, Yeah, yeah. And I, I really... I, I kind of felt like the first three episodes were, like, they just went all out. Like, I kind of felt like from from watching it, like, the first three episodes were awesome. Because you got such a nice little story condensed into three episodes. Mm-hmm. You know, you had the introduction of... Of uh, Brando and Dio and the father and the and Jonathan and you know where they came and then they were in high school or you know then they were in college and then he was poisoned and they had that awesome awesome uh, action fight, fight scene building. yeah and then I felt like it just fell off a cliff on episode four 
That's literally the only slow episode in, like, the whole show. Okay, because I kind of felt like they'd climaxed at episode three already, and it's like, oh. At the end of four, does he kill that guy without spilling the wine? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's literally the only slow one. Like, after that, they, like, go hunt the... I mean, he, like, grabs a tree, and it's, like, blooming. He's like, oh, my God, the aura. So awesome. Yeah, well, that's important, because the whole rest of the story, like, harkens back to the Hammond arts. Yeah, yeah. Like, my nipples are so hard. <laughs> it's um, great. Caesar Zapelli's like ability is to make bubbles out of the Haman energy <laughs> and like blow them at people. This <laughs> is great parodies. And like uh, Joseph's attack is like a bola strike. It's like the two balls on the string that he like fills with Hammond and throws. Damn, what a dick! And in one part he has like he wraps it around a pillar and it's still spinning. And the other, the guy doesn't see it, so he like makes fun of him, and then it flies back and takes out his like hand. It's great. Jeez. The sound effects in the show are great too. It makes like a thunder crack noise and stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, the show because is amazing. It's... I, I I've been stuck on episode four. I did, yeah, I've, I'm actually say technically episode five. If you start five and they go hunt Dio, like it's real good. Okay, because I just I, I was I was engrossed, and in the first three episodes, I was like, oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's like they fell off a cliff. It's like okay, obviously you got to start somewhere because you know how do yeah. you top what we just saw? But well, that's probably the most fast paced it is. But four is the slowest, and okay. like five, six, seven is where they hunt Dio, and then they skip to Joseph's story. And that, yeah, that's now really now good. I understand how they got twenty six episodes because I was thinking about something like holy shit, you know, we're only episode four, yeah, and he's going to be hundred by episode ten if they continue. That. Yeah, I'm like damn. So. Yeah, they go through all of his bloodlines. and I thought they were going to be like, hold on, we need elaborate training sequences. Have you ever watched Kenichi the Midas Disciple? No. Pretty much the show is just him training and crazy antics he gets into with his masters. Right, that's, that's why I don't like shonen shows traditionally, because they what, drag forever. Yeah, and that's kind of what I thought I was getting into here. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. This is like the perfect shown in for me the okay. characters are important instead of like one character that's just like the same forever and like the training isn't training it's like him over overcoming things and yeah. having like allies to help him yeah yeah yeah. so the cool thing about this show is it's on crunchyroll all three seasons mm-hmm. and uh you can go check it out there i'm gonna um, watch season two they time skip again to the 80s oh neat so now there's gonna be like new character now they're actually in the rock era after all go. the and the main character looks hilarious. So, was there anything you didn't like about the show? I mean, you gave it a 9 out of 10. Obviously, you really enjoyed it. But was there anything you were like, ah, okay, do without? Hmm. I don't I'm I'm hard-pressed to find something I could do without. Sometimes, like, the dialogue of the bad guys dragged on. Like, there's a lot of explanation of where the Pillar Men were coming from, but I didn't really care as long as Joseph killed them. Like, I feel like because it lent itself better to the source material, where it's like, sometimes we follow the Pillar Men because they're not in the same place, you know, and you get their backstory. Yep. That part dragged for me. Whereas they did a cool thing, like, mid-fight, sometimes they would cut away from the action and show, like, the reason the character would be doing that, influenced by his past. And I thought that was, like, a great storytelling device whereas like sometimes you'd have an episode where half is like what joseph's doing and half is what the pillarman's doing and i thought that was kind of pointless why not just have them encounter and then explain it while they fight did the, so. did the pillarman have backstories like a ba- like a child pillarman was like you know 
beaten yeah, by his father and be like, you better be a good pillar, man. No, they're a whole different race that lived underground before humans were there. And that's why they can't be hit by the sun, because they're like pseudo-vampires. Yeah. And then their whole quest was like to go to the future where there could be a solution for them to go into the sun. Gotcha. So they have a cool backstory, too. And they explain that during one of the fights. But as far as like the explaining the relationship between the three pillar men and how they're like rulers at one point... They like explain that separate from the action, and that was kind of boring. Gotcha. Are there any? Are they always evil, or are they good pillar men? Um, they're always evil in that they want to be a superior race. I guess they get it. They did a good job of like they're not necessarily evil so much as like they had a goal two thousand years ago, and they still have that goal. Guys, <laughs> it's been two thousand years. Yeah. Try something else. Like because they're vampires, they're clearly evil. But as far as good and evil, I think it's more of like a a supremacy thing. And I think they make that painfully obvious when the Nazis are uh, in it. Yeah, I was going to say, what the hell? Like, it's almost kind of like Hitler-esque when you were like, oh, they want to be a superior race. Like, okay. It is. That's the point. <laughs> they're, they're making much... They're making like a... Not a satire, but they're very much making an allegory between the two. And do they have Nazi imagery and stuff? Like the swastikas? Uh, or is it just implied? It's implied. Okay. They're black, and they're, like, wearing black, and they're in the SS uniform, and they do the salute and stuff. Oh, okay. But there's no swastikas or the eagle or whatever, the bird. Gotcha, gotcha. The Iron Cross. Yeah, there's none of that. Okay. They never show Hitler. They never even go to Germany. Oh, okay. It's just the German commander is referencing, like, what their mission is, <laughs> and they're trying to be the perfect people. And the reason they have to help Joseph kill the Pillar Men is because no person should be better than a German. Ah. So they're very much trying to make the point where, like, there shouldn't be a superior race or whatever. Except Germany. Well, yeah, but they realize they're hypocrites at the end. It was, it was really well done. I enjoyed it. Gotcha. Both for, for historical setting during both the time skips. So are you and excited I to see the 80s? I mean, we're going to have uh, the Rickroll song. We're going to have, you know, Never Give You Up and... And we're gonna, B, have we're gonna have cars and ACDC and all the I stuff mean, that it was named after. We're gonna have Michael Jackson. Maybe they're gonna have a Michael Jackson character. That'd be great. Or what about the B fifty twos? Yeah, maybe uh Smokey, the black kitty saves, gives birth to like Michael Jackson or something. Oh shit. <laughs> He's gonna win over the power of dance. Yeah, the new dragon. character is Jotaru Kujo, punk fighter delinquent, possessed by a force beyond his control. What? Okay. But he looks sweet. Okay. So you're going to start the second season? Oh, yeah. This show's one of my favorites. I can't give it a 10 because, like, uh, I don't, in my eyes, I haven't seen the perfect show yet. It, a perfect show would have, like, every element. But this is, like, the perfect shonen, in my opinion. Gotcha. If you want manliness and action while having a good story, which a lot of shows don't, then this is the one to watch. So, how... Normally, seen in shows, like... I'm kind of curious about this new, you know, the new show coming up, Gangsta, where, mm-hmm. you know, it's seinen, and usually a lot of seinen shows are like super hardcore gory. Mm. Like you were saying, oh, they're losing limbs and this and that. How yeah, it's very graphic. comic book-esque, so I think it was handled well. Okay. But I can see how Gangsta would be bloodier. Yeah. So this isn't going to be something like, uh, you know, oh, the heads are exploding. I mean, like there was. A little bit of that, I know, from the early on, what I saw. The thing you saw where, like, the girl gets eaten was, like, the most graphic. 
Okay, because I was like, God damn. I don't there was, like, some shit. tragic deaths, but it was never, like, overly gory. No. Okay, that's what I was going to ask was, like, I think what's they the did, gore Like, level? everything's for a point. It's not just senseless blood. I think okay. they did that scene just to show, like, Dio's now the epitome of a monster. Gotcha. Whereas when he actually fights Jonathan, like, none of that happens. Gotcha. All right. Well, I think that wraps it about up. We're in about yeah, well, almost an hour and 48 minutes here, so... Oh, good. It's a double feature, though. Double we can almost feature. make it to you. There you go. We can almost release this into I can, two jumps. I can make my own series once I reveal all three of these. The JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Triple Pack. The Road to Becoming a Man. There you go. The In audio form. Yeah, never have I felt more inadequate and manly at the same time looking at Jonathan and Joseph. So is that why you started doing martial arts? So that's something I want to do for a while. My little brother prompted that, but I would have to go to the gym and take tons of steroids to look like any of these characters. You They're very what? He-Man-like. You know, you know Comic-Con is coming up eventually. We need to Should get I you ready. Cosplay as Jonathan. Yeah, I haven't exactly. seen anyone do it, probably because no one can actually pull it off. You know, someone's got to probably cosplay as Dio. And yeah. I want to be Tom Petty. want to be Tom Petty. He's real old, though. He is? Oh. In the show, he's like the Haman master who so teaches... He's not, he's not running around, he's not running down the dream, he's like using a walker down the dream? <laughs> yeah. He has no heartbreakers, they're all dead. Oh man, tragic. Alright, well that wraps it up here. Um, new season next, next episode? All kinds of stuff. I can't believe we're already getting into another season of anime. Yeah. Time flies and having fun. Yes. Very so, shortly, it'll be what my third anniver- third year anniversary on the show. Wow. Because I started the, like the beginning of sophomore year for me, so yeah, in a month or so. Man. Dang, it has been. That I outlived long? most uh, anime fans' like watching period, despite being the novice anime fan on the show. Yeah, I think we got to update the title. Yeah. From a. Know, would you call it experienced? Yeah, at this point I'm greater than average. So there you go. The better than average anime <laughs> fan. That sounds you know that kind of. I can't sentence. use experience because like, what title do we give you? Um, Grand Pooba. <laughs> Grand Wizard. Yes. Hey, hey, oh hey. no 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 no! <laughs> I just realized you know, what the. Yeah. No, no, um, no. I'm just very racially charged after von Stroheim killing cars. Jeez. It was amazing. He he explodes himself with like a grenade at one point to kill one of the pillar men, and then he comes back as a robot, and he's like, "German machinery is the best ever." <laughs> what? And he has like all these like different weapons on him. Is he fueled by Snitchel or Snitchel? Yep. Damn. He does the like Nazi salute, and like this razor blade shoots out of his hand and cuts off one of their like arms. Jeez, does he do the goose step? Uh, nope. Wow. It's very still frame. That's oh, another gotcha. thing I liked about the action scenes is like, though you could say it was lazily animated at times, like all just like the action effects that scroll across the screen with like the still frame of like something happening looked really good. Okay, there's that too. Yeah, ten out of ten. I'm I'm up in it. No, oh I man, that implies perfect. But nine point five, if I could give one. Okay, nine point five. I think you gotta watch it. You got you got past the most boring episode. Fair enough. I'll try to give another go. 
Alright. Alright. I'm gonna be in season two. You're falling behind. I know. Alright, go catch up on other things. So, alright. Thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, talk to you in another two weeks. This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.